This is Mount Pleasant Baptist Church, Atlanta, Georgia, a congregation full of life and love with a legacy of outreach ministries. Everybody's invited to church in person Sunday at 10 a.m. and online at mountpleasantatl.org. And now, the Mount Pleasant Baptist Church, Atlanta. Let the church say amen. Take the time to glorify the Lord. Amen. It's, a cons- it's intentional. It's what I want to do. What I feel when I do it. To glorify the Lord. And they said every day. And you can do it every day. Everybody feel all right today? Amen. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. May heaven smile continuously upon you. In the 16th chapter of, you don't have to go there, not yet. I'm, I'm setting you up for something else. In the 16th chapter of St. Matthew, Jesus asked his disciples a question. Who do men say that I, the Son of Man, am? Amen. And the disciples who were real close to Jesus started talking about Elijah, Jeremiah. Amen. One of the prophets from old. And then all of a sudden it was Peter, who said, Thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. And then Jesus responded by saying, Flesh and blood did not reveal that to you. Amen. He said, But my Father, which are in heaven. In other words, he was saying, your flesh cannot worship God. Amen. Your flesh cannot please God. Only the spirit. And that's why he said, Paul said it this way, there's no condemnation those that are in Christ Jesus who walk not after the flesh but after the spirit. So every day is a day of thanksgiving. Amen. Amen. It may not be on the menu. Amen. It, it, it may not be in your favor or faith file. It may not be on your calendar. But every day is a day of thanksgiving. Amen. Even right now is a day of thanksgiving. You don't know what the Lord have done for me. I don't know what the Lord have done for you, but I do know 
He did something for you. And right now is a good time to tell God individually, but also corporately, thank you for being a good God to me. Amen. Amen. That's all I got to tell you. Every day. Every day. Amen. 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 He's he just good like that. He's just good like that. Amen. 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 Help me if you will. James, the first chapter today. Amen. I'm going to ask you again now. Out of all I said, everybody feel all right? Good. Amen. I want you to look at James, the first chapter. If we're at verse 2, I'll start reading there. Amen. And just a few of the verses. I'm going to read, amen, verses 2 through 12. I may not read all of them. I'm just going to read some of them. But the text comes from James, the first chapter, verse 2 through 12. Amen. Verse 2 said, My brethren, count it all joy when ye fall into divers temptations, knowing this, that the trying of your faith worketh patient. But let perfect have her perfect work, that we may be perfect and entire, wanting nothing. If any of you sick or lack wisdom, I'm sorry, let him ask them God that giveth to all men liberally, and upbraid it not, and it shall be given him. But let him ask in faith, not even wavering. For he that wavereth is like a wave of the sea, driven with the wind and tossed. For let not that man think that he shall receive anything of the Lord. A double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. Let the brother of low degree rejoice in that he is exalted. But the rich in that he is made low, because as flowers of the grass he shall pass away. For the sun is no sooner risen with the burning heat, but it withereth the grass, and the flower thereof falleth, and the grace of the fashion of it perish. So also shall the rich man fade away in his ways. I go on read it. Blessed is the man that endureth temptation. But when he is tried, he shall receive the crown of life, which the Lord has promised to them that love him. Let the church say amen. amen. I read in your hearing, you may be seated. These few verses of the chapter 1 of James' epistle, ask God to add other blessing to the reader and the hearers, but especially to the doers of his word. Amen. I want you to look at your neighbor and tell him, say, amen, the true test of your faith. The true test of your faith. What is a test? A test, amen, is when you examine, amen, what, when, where, why, and how these things are, such as our faith today. The Bible says it like this, that if you have the, the mustard seed faith, size of a mustard seed. He said, if you have that, that's only just the start of your faith growth. He never intended for it to stay a seed. Did you get that? 
He never intend, if, he, if you've been in Mount Pleasant or any church 15, 20 years and you still got the seed, Something vastly wrong with that picture. If you still got the seed 20 years later, the seed is given to you to plant. Okay? To plant. The Bible said the soul went forth to do what? Sow seed. He gave it to you. He wants you to what? Sow it. Now, you have to be careful and mindful and prayerful where you sow your seed. Because wherever you sow your seed, amen, that's where it's going to come up in most cases. Hello, somebody. I know the thief. I know the, rob, the, the robber come, the thief come, birds come and rob, amen, the place where you may have planted your seed. But nonetheless, it's going to come up somewhere. What do we get out of that? The size of a mustard seed is... Mustard seed is one of the smallest, or if not the smallest, herbal seed there is. Amen. But when it is planted in good ground, it, 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 it germinates. It changes the form in which you planted it in. That is another, that is an increase even right there. It simply says that what it looked like in this very, amen, infant stage Amen. It will not remain nor attain that. It will soon give way to another dimension. Can I get a witness in here? The Bible gives us to know that that mustard seed will grow up, amen, into a tree. And then it gives us a little, little catch-off, says something like even the birds will lodge in it. In other words, amen, as a mustard seed, only thing the bird can do is just eat it. But when it is planted and give it its time, amen, because one water, one planet, but it's only God that gives the increase. Amen. The only thing I'm saying to you is this. The little boy had a lunch, gave it to his disciple. Disciple gave it to Jesus. Jesus gave it back to the disciple. Disciple gave it to the men, women, and children. Hello. Look at it. When the little boy had it, it was just a little lunch. Hello, somebody. Amen. When he gave it to the disciples, it was just a little lunch. But when they put it in the hand of Jesus, the one who gives increase, one who can change and turn water into wine, when they put it in his hand, over 5,000 was fed from the little boy's lunch. Amen. But the little boy couldn't feed them because it was only enough for him. And, but when you put it in the master's hand, when you trust God, amen, and give it to him, he can change things and make you have, amen, fragments left over. Can I get me a witness in here? The true test of your faith, meaning that you must believe what you believe in without any wavering, hello, not being double-tongued, and not being, amen, slopeful about what it is you desire from the Lord. The Bible said, he that cometh to Jesus must believe that he is a rewarder 
for them who diligently seek him. When you put it in his hand, amen, things will change. Can I get no witness in here? That's why he told us how much he cared about us. He said, cast all of your cares upon me, for I careth for you. In other words, he really saying, don't worry about it. Just put it in my hand. Amen. And trust God, amen, to do what God can do. And guess what? There is nothing too hard for him to do. And when you believe that with all of your mind, heart, soul, and strength, you will not have to, amen, worry, walk in the floor at night because prayer can take that away. And if you're going to pray, then don't worry. If you're going to worry, then don't you pray. Because the Bible clearly tells us, amen, that a waver-minded man receiveth not anything from the Lord. Because the Lord wants us to be clean with him, be honest with him, be true with him, in love with him, and thankful for him. To let him know again, if it had not been for you on our side, where then would we be? Amen. The Bible tells us, amen, that your true, amen, test of your faith, it has to work some kind of way. Because James says it like this, show me a man's faith and I'll show you his works. Show me a man's work. I'll show you his faith. They go together. Faith without work is dead. Can I get me a witness in here? I said faith without work is dead. But then Hebrews 11 chapter verse 6 says, without faith is impossible to please God. So if you're going to please God, you got to have impossible, I mean, possibility faith. Because without it, you will not receive anything from God. That simply suggests to you and I that if you have faith, it's a key. Come on, talk to me somebody. It's a key to get in the presence of the Lord. Because the Bible says, and he says, there in the sixth verse, Hebrews 11 said, it's impossible to please him without faith. So if you got no faith, expect nothing from him. But if you got just a little faith, watch this. If you got just a little faith, but yet you believe with the little faith that you have, and then when you give it to God and put it in his care, and then he rewards you because he's pleased with you giving your faith. Watch this. Your faith no longer will be a mustard seed side. Because you've already, you planted it, and God increased it. God, amen, allow it to germinate, grow up, amen, as a little, amen, branch and a little tree into limb, stem, and then fruit. Because there come a day that, again, if you've been in this a long time, you're no longer really planting seeds. you giving fruit. You missed that one. 
I'm going to say it again. I got to tell you again. You're no longer, and when you're mature and you've been with God for a long time, he's not giving you any more seeds. He's giving you fruit. And he said, fruit that will what? Remain. You don't have to go back to the babyhood stage no more because you, you can call those things again that be not as though they are. Amen. Well, uh, this is what the scripture says today. It says, amen, these things. He, he, he tells us that, that for, for the sun is no longer risen with a burning heat. In other words, you got to learn how to take something. That's why when your faith is tested, it may get a little hot. It may get a little, get a little heavy. It may get a little uh, 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 hideous towards you, meaning that you don't know what to do. You don't know how to deal with it. It puts you in a corner that you, you don't know how you're going to get out of it. But again, you, you got to stay with your faith. You got to believe, and I'm going to say it to Mount Pleasant, you got to believe that whatever condition I just told you we were in is not our destination. You got to understand, sometimes you got to go through the storms, amen, to, to strengthen your faith, to increase your faith. Because when you don't test your faith, because when you tell people that you're a child of God, Satan is listening to that. Satan, amen, who said, well, if you're a child of God, then you ought to be able to do this, turn some stones into bread, amen. And he'll tell us that, that and we won't even quote the scripture. You ought, to, you ought to be able to tell Satan, say, well, the God that I serve, amen, he's not in competition with anybody because he's sovereign. He already is. He already have all power. So we don't have to prove anything to you. Only thing we need to do is make sure we stay focused in giving Jesus the praise. Amen. Satan wants you to get upset. Satan wants you to get, amen, uh, distracted. Satan wants us to get angry, mad, upset, and then pull away from that which we know. Jesus loves you, and he loves me too. Can I get me on witness in here? So this is what it means today when he said here that every man work, amen, will be tried. If you don't believe me, if you would read there in Corinthians, the third chapter, Amen. And around about that 13th verse, he says something that's really, really, really interesting to me. Let me find it right quick. The 13th verse, amen, of 1st Corinthians, I believe. I, that, is that what I said? Okay. All right. Let me make sure I told you all right. All right. It's 1st Corinthians, the third chapter, and verse 13. I want you to, if you can do that, that's fine. If we'll read it together. That's going to help all of us a little bit. All right. Look what he said. Mm, 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 mm. I said, what did I say? First Corinthians. Chapter 3. That's what I'm, I'm, I'm keeping going to the wrong page. All right. I get it in a minute. Here we go. All right. And the third verse. All right. Third. What did I tell you? Tell me again. First Corinthians. Chapter 3. Verse 13, that's it. Every man's work shall be made manifest. For the day shall declare it because it shall be what? Revealed by fire. If you can't, if your faith can't protect you from the desires of fire, and fire means, amen, thing that would burn it up, destroy it. Come on, talk to me now. 
And it's, it's simply saying this. You got to believe that the fire can't burn. It cannot destroy. Like them Hebrew boys. This is what they told old king live forever. This is what they said. They said, now we know the fire is seven times hotter than ordinary. We understand that. But we also know that we do not bow to no idol God. The God that we serve, this idol God didn't wake us up this morning. This idol God got eyes and cannot see, got a nose, cannot smell, got ears and cannot hear, got hands and cannot help, got feet and cannot walk. The God that woke us up this morning told us to worship him and him only, that we should not have no other God before him. And so what we're going to do, we're going to tell you we are not going to bow. We're not going to bow. Now, we understand that if we die, we die, but we're not going to bow. You got to have a radical kind of mindset when you deal with a man moving around in this, 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 this world that we live in. You got to believe that Satan is real, but he's not realer than God. You got to understand that. He's doing his job in trying to destroy you and I. So look what he said. He said, your work, your work, your work. Amen. Uh, shall be made manifest for the day shall declare it because it shall be revealed by what? Fire. If your, if your praise is real, fire can't burn it up. If your joy is real, a lie can't destroy it. Come on, talk to me, somebody. If your peace is real and you standing on the word of God, Amen. Lightning might flash. Thunder may roll. Amen. But I want you to know if you stand on God's word, that heaven and earth will pass away, but his word will forever stand. The conclusion of verse 13 says, and the fire shall try every man's work to see what sort it is. Some people got fake. Faith. You, you, you got that one. I said fake faith. It looked like the real thing, but ain't nothing to it. Just because you talk loud doesn't mean that what you're saying you believe. Just because, amen, you can, you can, you, you, you know the church walk and you know the church look and you know how to carry your Bible, amen. You know how to have a cross around your neck. You know how to look churchy. Doesn't mean that church, you you in the church, but there's no church in you. And so, so he said, every man work going to be tried because fire is going to come. Just as soon as somebody roll their eyes at you and say something ugly about you, you then you start coming to church with wind in your jaws. I want you to know you just been tested. Amen. And that's what Satan wants to do. He wants you to blow up and act a fool. He wants you to destroy your own testimony. He wants you, amen, to disassociate yourself. You used to sit next to him, and now you won't even sit on the same side. Come on, talk to me, somebody. So we got to understand this, that James is saying to us, who is a half-brother to Jesus, amen, he's talking to us about faith. And that faith will be tested. In other words, sooner or later, you're going to be tried. Amen. Whoever you say you are, somebody going to walk up to you and test it. Amen. And if you 
failed the test. Then you won't be mad at them because they told a lie. Amen. You got to be mad at yourself because you couldn't stand on the truth. Y'all don't have to like me today. But this is this is this is a true test. Amen. And 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 when you're testing something, you 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 trying it out. You're putting some pressure on it. You're you you are challenging it to be what it says it's gonna be. You know, a lot of us, amen. I I I, I I'm not good at, you know, and, 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 and I can't tell you what a real diamond looks like. I can't, but I'll take it to somebody who said they can. Can I get a witness? So I'm simply saying this. Now, I do know who Jesus is. That's the diamond that I do know. Amen. I, I, I do know who the Holy Spirit is. That's, that's the diamond that I do know. I do know the word of God when I see it, when I read it, when I hear it, when I feel it, when I can talk it, when I can walk it, when I can smell it. Amen. I do know that. Amen. Because the Bible plainly tells us that a tree is known by the fruit that it bears. And that's what I tried to tell you earlier about the mustard seed. It's no longer will stay a mustard seed. It's going to start providing fruit. And you no longer have to... You know, throw out another mustard seed, but now you're going to be giving fruit. And guess what the seed of the mustard seed now is then? Now it's in a fruit. In other words, it grows, it increases, it gets to be more than whatever it was all by itself. And that's why the Bible put it like this with you and I. One can chase a thousand, but two can put what? Ten thousand to flight. He's talking about demons. Okay, what what you mean demon? A demon that wants you to be broke. A demon that wants you to be faithless. A demon that wants you to be unhappy. A demon that wants you to be angry, upset, and doubting the word of God. When he tell you before one jot or tittle of my word shall fail, he said both heaven and earth will do what? Pass away. And But he said heaven and earth will not pass away because his word, amen, is sustainable. It would keep you even when you don't even want to be kept. It'll get all, amen, on the dance floor with you. It'll get all in the club with you. It'll get all in your little, you know, bottle with you. It'll get all with your little, it'll get there to let you know that God is in this place. And when God got something for you to do, he'll make you miserable everywhere else. Can I get me a witness in here? We got to learn how to pray prayers, amen, of defense. And we got to learn how to pray prayers of freedom because what you can do is to let God, pray to God to disrupt where they're going. Y'all going to talk to me in a minute? And when you do it that, like that, God can make things change and be a little rough and tough. Amen. I remember my mama told me, said, you can go, go to jail if you want to. Just know you'll be there by yourself. We're not coming to get you. And so all while I was doing stuff that I had no business doing, I kept hearing mama say, get in trouble if you want to. You're you going to jail. Don't, don't call here because we ain't coming to get you. And I know mama didn't lie. She told the truth. But I didn't want to press her faith in terms of what she said that she would or would not do. What am I saying to us today? I said the true test of our faith is that we got a testimony. 
Everybody in here have a testimony. Your testimony may not be from the thing that I got mine from, but it is a testimony that you know that nobody did it but God. It's a testimony that you know if it had not been for him, you and I would not probably be in this room today. So therefore, my brothers and sisters, when you are tested, you got to be a man to give God some glory. Got to be willing to give God some praise and some thanks. Why would you do that? Because of the fact, amen, the best we can do is let God know how much we love him. Because many trials and tribulations and temptation will keep coming, amen, in each one of our paths. But you don't have to quit. You don't have to stop. All you got to do is say, amen, it's me, O oh Lord. It is me who's standing in the need of prayer. There are three things I want to leave with you, verse 5 through 8. It is you got to expect something. You got to believe that God will hear and answer your prayer. You got to believe, amen, in verse 5 says, amen, if any man lack wisdom, he better, amen, uh, pray and ask God to give him some. Because, amen, we know that wisdom and every good perf perfect gift come down from God above. And I want you to know God, amen, will equip you to fight with the devil, to let the devil know, amen, that you are a child of God. And when you recognize that you are his child, then you know you get help from on high. That's why I told Peter there, amen, there in Matthew, he said, whatever you bind on earth, I'll bind it also in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth, I'll loose it also in heaven. Now I want you to know, my brothers and sisters, amen, many times we all have what we call these cell phones. Amen. And sometimes we get bad, amen, uh, shall I say, connection or have a bad connection that doesn't work right. What am I trying to tell you is that when you get connected with Jesus, it always will work in your favor. Even when the enemy, amen, keep doing bad things like digging ditches for you, you don't have to quit. Just keep on marching. Keep on walking up King's Highway. Why? Because the fact that God will provide, he will make a way for you. He wants the devil to know that though you're trying my children and trying my servants, amen, I've already promised them that, amen, heaven and earth would pass away before my, amen, one jot of my word would fail. I don't know how y'all feel about it, but I want you to know the Bible is, amen, the part of the mind of God. In other words, if you want to know God, you better read his word. If you want to understand how he operates on a daily basis, you better read and believe God's word. That's why, amen, the Bible tells us, amen, to lean not to our own understanding. But in all of our ways, acknowledge him, and he will direct our path. That's why you are not the mind, amen, telling the world and telling the neighbor, amen, that the Lord is still in the blessing business. You got to be able to tell your own self sometime when it looked like, amen, nothing going in the right direction. But I dare you to put your trust in the Lord. 
and lean not to your own understanding, but then if in all of your ways you acknowledge him, you ought to expect the Lord to show up on time. You ought to believe that the Lord have brought you, have brought you this far, and he's able to carry you all of the way. You must believe that if you're hungry, he'll feed you. If you've got to believe that if you're sick, he'll heal you. You've got to believe, amen, that when you're down, he'll pick you up and turn you all the way around and place your feet on holy ground. You've got to believe and you've got to be expecting something. Amen. I wouldn't go to church if I didn't expect something for the Lord to do for me. You can get enough gossip out of a church, but when you get God out of the church, I want you to know then your hands will go up. Your feet will start patting, and your hand will start clapping. Your mouth may open up with the fruit of the lips and tell God a thank you. What am I thanking you for? I thank you for my journey. Because I come from a mighty long way. Amen. I kept the faith and I held on to your unchanging hand. Because you told me if I be still, you will fight my battle. Let the church say amen. I don't know what y'all come to do on this Sunday morning. But I come to tell you that you got to be tried and tested. You got to tell the devil that he is a liar and the truth is not in him. If he bring your sickness, take it to Jesus. If he bring your troubles, take it to Jesus. If he bring you some trials, take it to Jesus and put it all in his hand. You ought to tell the devil, the Lord that I serve is greater than man on the inside. Amen. He'll put running in your feet and he'll put clapping even in your hand. I come to tell y'all on this, amen, third Sunday, can't nobody do me like Jesus. He is the joy of my salvation. If you don't get happy when LB be beating the drums, if you don't get happy when Jason start playing the organ, if you don't get happy when when the deacon start praying and the choir start singing, you ought to think about your own testimony and get happy all over again. Amen. And give God some praise and let him know when I was down, you picked me up. When I was wayward, you gave me a straight and narrow way. Ain't God all right? I come by the night to tell you, ain't no mountain too high for God to save you. Ain't no valley too low. Well, God cannot save you. I come by the night to tell you what thus said the Lord. He said, if you will come unto him, he'll give you rest and save your soul. Ain't God all right? You got to forget those things 
that are behind you and press on toward the mark of a high calling in Jesus. I know the devil want to stop you in your tracks, but you got to tell yourself he brought me too far to turn around. Ain't he all right tonight? I come by to tell you one more time. Can't nobody do me like Jesus. I've already told you, verse 5 through 8, when he said in verse 8, a double-minded man is unstable in all of his ways. Ain't God all right? If anybody gonna help me lift up his name, I come by to tell you what he told me to tell you. In verse 5 and 8, you gonna expect something. But in verse 9 to 11, you ought to exalt him to let him know what he told me to tell you. If I be lifted up from the earth. I'll draw me in, I'll draw them under me. Ain't it all right tonight? If I get somebody, like one or two people up in Mount Pleasant, will you help me lift up Jesus? Will you help me call on his name? Will you help me Tell the world Jesus is on the main line and I'm exalting him, I'm lifting him up. I heard when the psalmist said, well, I will bless the Lord at all times and his praise shall continue to be in my mouth, and I heard him say, oh, magnify the Lord with me, and let us exalt his name. Let's do it together. If you ain't too mean, you ought to take your neighbor, him or her by the hand, and said, if you pray for me, I'll pray for you. If you believe that God is able, you ought to shake my hand because I want to testify. I am been expecting. Now I want to exalt him. The more I lift him up, he's going to draw me just a little bit higher. Can I get a witness? If you know it's all right, you ought to tell somebody we come this far by faith. Sometimes we were up, sometimes we were down. I made up in my mind through it all. I've learned to trust in Jesus. I've learned to trust in his word. Look at your neighbor and tell your neighbor, you better believe that he's able to do exceedingly abundantly above all we can think and all we can ask. If you ain't 
to me. Help me close. I don't know about you. I'm like that man, like that father who had a prodigal son. He didn't get angry with him. He didn't cuss him out. He didn't put him out. What he did, he started praying every day. He told the Lord, this is bones of my bone. This is flesh of my flesh. My child is way over yonder. But I know you got all seeing eye. You see the good and the bad. You see the right and the wrong. I want you to put my son in your hand. Won't he do it? If you know he'll do it, say yeah. Say yeah. Can't nobody do me like Jesus. He'll walk with you. He'll talk with you. Won't he put running in your feet? Won't he put clapping in your hand? Won't he put peace in your mind? Won't he put love in your heart? Won't he put Peter all around you to let you know you can run, not be weary. You can walk and not faint. Won't he do it? Say yes. Say yes, I told you, five and eight, you got to expect something. I told you, nine and 11, you got to, amen, exalt something. But then verse 12 told me to tell you in verse 12 that if you put your trust in the Lord, he will, I said he will, he will, that's why he said, uh, blessed the man that endured temptation. For when he is tried, he shall receive a crown of life. Look at your neighbor and tell your neighbor that I'm going to live and not die. The devil want to destroy me, but I got my mind made up. I got my eye set on Jesus. I got my hand in the winding chair. Every round go higher and higher. Anybody in here know you got to pray? Look at your neighbor. Is it I? Gotta pray, and I got to get it out. Won't he do it? Say yeah, yeah, to his will, yeah, to his word, yeah, to his will, and yeah, to his word. Won't he turn you around if you know he'll do it? Say, I'm so glad. That trouble won't last always. He woke me up this morning, and the joy that I have, the world can't take it away.
really all right. If you know it's all right, shake your neighbor hand to he all right. He all right. He all right. And it all right. And it all right. If you know it one more time, then thank you for my journey. Thank you for my journey. True test of your faith. You, we, Mount Pleasant, we got to believe he's not through with us yet. You've been listening to the Mount on the Go podcast. If you've been enjoying the word, please consider donating to the Mount Pleasant ministry. We have various ways that you can give to the ministry to allow us to become better in our pursuit of delivering God's word to you. You can give via PayPal at mtpleasantatl.org. You can give via Zale, info at mtpleasantatl.org. You can also give via Square and Givelify. For Givelify, just search for Mount Pleasant Baptist Church with our address, 17 Melvin Avenue, Southeast Atlanta, Georgia, and you'll be in the right place. In addition to all these options, you're always welcome and invited to grab an envelope and have cash or checks sent to the church, whose address is again, 17 Millen Avenue, Southeast Atlanta, Georgia. For questions, comments, and concerns, feel free to email us at info at mtpleasantatl.org. That's info at mtpleasantatl.org. You can also visit our website, www.mountpleasantatl.org, to follow us on YouTube and Facebook for the video version of the podcast. Our services are live every Sunday at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, and you are more than welcome to visit the church in person every Sunday at the same time. Thank you so much for listening.